and welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net. I'm going to have to stop you Sorry. You <laughs> usually say hello and welcome to episode 15 of Universally Speaking. No, I think you'll find that I used to say that and then I forgot to say it a few times and now I don't say it anymore. Well, I think you should. Okay. Hello and welcome to Universally Speaking. You haven't done it. No, sorry. <laughs> hello and welcome to episode 15 of... I forgot what the fucking thing's called now. Doesn't matter. No. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined, I am joined as always by... Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.fj. FJ. That sounds like Fiji to me. Ah, correct. And did you ever visit Fiji on your travels? Yes, I've been to Fiji on uh, numerous occasions. The Love Island, I believe. Yes, the Love Island. And did you find love and on the Love Island? Other islands. I, I took, you love, took with love with you. And it remained with me. And it remains day. with you to this day. Yeah, happily and happily to say that. Happily married. Happily married. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excellent. Good. Pleased to hear it. Um, we're talking today about the second half of the album I'm With You. We've covered the first seven songs previously. Yes, we did. It was enjoyable. It's, I'll tell you what, it started off well. I, I must admit, aside from a couple of tracks, I really enjoyed the first Me half. too. I, I, in fact, I would just like to say, there seems to have been a, a, a bit of a reaction to say that we didn't like Annie Wants a Baby. And I know that you, you consider it to be a lesser track, but I do really like it, so I just want to say... Chocolate Orangesons. <laughs> no, yeah. Chocolate Orangesons. Chocolate, Chocolate oranges are available from Rawlinsons. They are, they are. But I just want to say, Annie, Annie Wants a Baby is a great song and I do hold it in very high regard. Okay, fine. Just cover yourself on the internet. Yeah. Well done. Now, we've had some lovely contact from listeners again yes. in the past fortnight. We have, um, I'm just going to have a, a swig of the old... Oh, uh, do you want to cover the sponsors off while uh, I do this? Oh, oh, yes. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Hazy Days Session IPA. Tropical, juicy and unfiltered. Mm. And what's the um, haven't percentage? Tried, haven't tried it yet. Uh, 4.6. So, so not, you not, will be... Not too strong. You'll be uh, off the map by the end. I won't be. I'll be fine. That was a chilli reference. I haven't, yeah, I know. Right. haven't tried it yet, but I'm sure it would be delightful and I'll be tucking into that in a bit. Good. Can you tuck into a beer or did you just tuck into food? No, you suck into a beer as well. Do you? In the same way that you do food. Okay. Okay, now, shout-outs to... Thank you to Max Feinstein, who uh, got in contact on Reddit, gave us some really good thoughts on um, I'm With You. Yes. And some really good kind of conversation points. Uh, a really thoughtful uh, message that he sent me. Um, and also, condensed Stanium Arcadium down into one disc. Which I know you've been dying to do ever since it came out. It's been a dream of mine ever since the release. It looks like you and Feinstein are two peas in a pod there. Well, like two sweet peas in an even sweeter pod, hmm. um, myself and Max have been uh, are both condensing. We're both, both condensers. We're both condensers. We condense together. Um, so thank you for that. Thank uh, if, you, Max. If, if anybody else... I beg your pardon? Thank you, Max. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody else wants to condense Stadium Arcadium down from two albums into one, thus making it a better album, please feel free. Send us in, you know, email us, Twitter, Reddit. I'd like to hear you your thoughts on drill. that. You know the drill. Yeah, you know the drill. We'll do the handles later on. Well, we'll try. Lee Davis, email from Australia. G'day, Lee. <laughs> That's racist. 
It's not racist. Okay. With some episode ideas, which yes. were greatly appreciated. Very much so. Thank you, Lee. Yeah, that'll keep us going for a bit longer. Yeah. Well, it's good to know that people want us to keep going. Well, yeah. If we go on albums alone, we've only got about six or seven episodes left. So. Ah, no, but we did discuss that Stadium Arcadium would, could be a four-episode... Yes. Um, four episodes on Stadium Arcadium. I was concerned by that. And I do think we should sort of put it out there. Do, you know, do get in touch with us and let us know what you think about the prospect of Stadium Arcadium being four episodes on its own. Do you think it should be four episodes, so half an album, half a, half a record per, as yeah. we normally do, or yeah. do you want us to do each um, disc as one episode? My gut is that it should be just two episodes. My gut is I think we'll spend a lot of time on disc one yeah. and whiz through disc two. No, you, it's, you could be right. Not very good. You could be right. But uh, let us know what you think. Okay, and Nigel Kelly um, successfully ah. and Simon Housen have both successfully applied for ambassador, uh, ambassadorship positions. Yes. Um, Nigel from Ireland and Simon from Australia. Yeah. Do just need to make clear that, uh, that uh, Hamish Duncan, he of the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers newsletter. Yes, indeed. Um, so go and find that. I'll link that down below in the bottom in the show notes <laughs> <laughs> yes. I won't link it in the bottom no don't do that. <laughs> well, you can do that but do it in your own time yes fine um, I, I've lost, I don't know what I was saying yes I'll link that down but uh, uh, Hamish already had applied for and been received and being accepted granted. as the Australian ambassador which would I mean this is what happens if you drink oversight but what, cock what, up. What, what we must say is Due to the unexpected success of the, uh, the Universally Speaking Ambassadorship Programme, we are now expanding it so that we can have uh, multiple ambassadors per country. So you can be an Australian ambassador. So please, any, any ambassadors that we already have, anyone interested in becoming an ambassador, get in touch. We're currently working on uh, some ambassador uh, metal Enamel pins. Enamel pin badges. Yes. Yes. Now they're in the pipeline. Wherever you live in the world, should you apply for an ambassadorship position and be accepted, mm-hmm. and frankly, there's no reason why we wouldn't accept you. No, we've never rejected anyone so far. We will send you a universally speaking podcast ambassador pin badge. That Sam is the universally speaking promise. It really is. Wherever you live in the world, wherever you may live, we are going to go bankrupt. <laughs> Sending, <laughs> sending universally speaking enamel pins across the across the globe. Brilliant. Um, now, uh, Simon also um, Simon Housen um, also sent in a link to some writings that he'd done mm. about um, the album I'm with you on on um, Barefoot Review. So yeah, I'll link that in the bottom in the show notes. Yes, yeah, and. Um, yeah, so there's a lovely bit about, um, a great bit about the I'm With You album. There's also an article about I'm With You, the it's, live at Cologne show. It's in depth. Yeah. So, uh, um, so it, it certainly from what I read, it was very impressive. So both, both the Australian ambassadors are, are talented writers. They're hardworking Red Hot Chili Peppers fans, that's for sure. Shall be linked below. Indeed. Right. I think that's, um, oh, hang on. Pete Moore. Pete. Pete got in touch and sent in, um, you know, singles, best, worst singles. Oh, yeah, which we thoroughly enjoyed. We did. We did. Now, I like um, the fact that what he kind of put into context for me, which I hadn't thought before, is that some of the songs that you really love aren't necessarily going to be the best singles. Yes, that's very true. And 
vice versa, some of the songs that you absolutely don't like somehow became also singles. Also, make very bad singles. Tell me, baby. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Rain Dance Maggie. Yes. Um, so, again, why don't you send in Twitter? Send in whatever you like. <laughs> <laughs> send in your best and worst Red Hot Chili Pepper singles. Yeah. Uh, and we well, yeah, shall... send, in, send in absolutely everything because it's good old Ben here <laughs> who replies to you. So uh, he's a busy man. Oh, I chip in. I chip in where I can. You can. You do. I do. You will. I do. Shall we move on? Let's. You were thoroughly into it. I gave you a little bit of a dance there. You gave me a shimmy. You gave me a, a disgusting shimmy. Oh, man. I can, <laughs> I can move. <laughs> you certainly can. I it was, you were moving. I wouldn't call it dancing. No. It was something. Yeah, it was, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I wouldn't go that far. Okay. What's your first thoughts then on Did I Let You Know? Well, it's nice to hear the Samba beat <laughs> bought into a Red Hot Chili Peppers album song yeah I, I, I like it I, it's one that I never kind of think of as yeah this is a really good song yeah. but when I hear it I enjoy it I feel exactly the same I, th I thought to myself when I was preparing for this yeah I liked it I let you know and when it first came out it was a song which immediately jumped out at me but quite often the songs that you like when you first hear an album then go on to be ones yeah that... the, the more easily accessible ones yeah and I, I, and I consider it to be that on this album but listening to it there I, again, when you listen to something at full volume and... And you are sat right next to the Let speaker. yourself go. There's a lot going on. You know, it's not just, it's, it's not just a, you know, the samba beat there. There's a, a trumpet solo. Yeah, Mike there's Bulger. Guitar, there's, yeah. Bulger? Yes. Bulger. Bulger. Bulger? Bulger. Um, <laughs> and it's a good solo. And actually, something that struck me there when I listened to it, and something which is important in any solo of whatever instrument it might be, is not just the content of the solo, but how you get from the solo back into the song. Mm. And that trumpet solo just slides back in beautifully. Yeah, should tell a story and then yeah. go back then into, go, the, back into and, the song. And it really does. So I appreciated that there, and I just, I just had to say that. I also... Well, we won't... <laughs> we won't, <laughs> we won't, no, we we won't, won't talk about Royal also, Josh's solo, I think, is really good as well and fits the song nicely, even though it's quite off-the-wall sound. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm glad you like it. Do you not like it? It's, well, I don't mind it, but I know that thus far and probably going forward, you're not necessarily a big fan of all the solos on this, or some of the solos on this album. Well, there aren't that many solos. No. There's just some, there's and just those that there are, you don't necessarily... Like. I think they had noise solos. Yeah. yeah. No, that was great. And I love that. And live... It's a, like you say, it's not what you would expect from the song. No, live, Josh re recreates that sound really, really well. Yeah. Um, and we're going to keep referencing live at Clone. But that, that sounds great. And they played it twice at Clone, didn't they? Because there was some kind of technical difficulty. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, they did. And at the time, when that happened, I was delighted because, as I say, um, although this can't be true because it was the first time I had the album. 
So, 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 I, so this is a lie. I, I would have been delighted lie, had lie. I heard the album before because it was to become one of my favourite songs. Yes. Okay. Pre precognition. Yeah. A precognitive. A precog. Yeah. Um, a GTP. A guitar technical point. Oh, There's lovely. times there on that lead line where Josh is slightly raking mm. um, to rake before he hits that that single string where he's playing that, that you know that lead line. What you're doing while you're raking, something Slash does a lot in his lead work, is you mute the strings but strum across them. Right. Yes. I mean, oh, yes. Like no, no, but I know exactly what you're referring to. Yeah. And it's um, it really fits this. It's a nice, um, it's a nice kind of, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Slash a, does it a lot a, on the outro solo of um, How <laughs> to Get Me. Yeah. It's a nice kind of nice. It is a nice kind of nice. It's a real nice, kind of nice. Say no more. Please say more. Right. Um, huge chorus from the swan. This swan sounds great on this. Yeah, I, I just got to stay, say, right now, sat here with my brother. This is fucking great fun. Yeah. We've both had a few beers. Well, you have. Well, you so have you. Oh, yeah. You've you're, had, you're right. You're on the hazy days now. I am on the hazy days. Uh, we must say... Uh, this, album, this, this episode is brought, brought to you by Hazy Days. It's a very strange can design. The can design is ridiculous. The, the, whole, the entire top of the can comes off. It does. So you end up drinking it like it's a... It's like out of a glass. Like a cu- yeah, like a, it's ludicrous. <laughs> well, you can't, hang on, that's our sponsor. You can't be talking about it like that. It's wonderful. Mm, better. Big, big chorus from the swan. Now, here's a question for you. On the, um, you know, this I know, this I know, then take me home, take me home. They're like, the take me home is a kind of ethereal sounding. Yeah. And it's a really heavily processed voice. Yes. Is that, sw- is that the swan or is that Josh? That's Josh. But when you listen, as, it, as the processing goes off it, it sounds a bit like the swan. Well, I'm going to go on record as saying it's definitely Josh. Okay. Okay. Can anyone let I us know? I don't think anyone would need to say, say any different. Okay. I think I, I'm right. I think Unless as I'm the pro- wrong. As the processing comes off, uh, you know, this I know, this I know, take me home. Then as it goes into the second, take me home, the processing comes off. Oh, okay. So and you're saying, but you admit that the first take me home is definitely I'm not Josh. sure. I, okay. I always thought it was Josh because yeah. it sounds Josh-ish. I'm, I'm certain Josh-ish. it's Josh. I'm, I'm certain it's Josh. Oh, there's, well, that's up for debate. Yeah. Well, it is, yeah. And as John, is everything. John making some ethereal noises in the background. Oh, who? But, Oh, fuck. No, don't worry, it's fine. I think I've done that, actually. Um, I think I've done that already this episode. Josh? Yeah, and I said John. Oh, don't worry, it's fine. They both begin with J. Yeah, J. I've just gone J from now on. Yeah. So please well, forgive me. Uh, yeah, lovely solo. Yeah. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what I have been wanting to say to you for quite a while. What? I like you cheeky. Yeah, so, so Mozambique. That's ridiculous. Well, it fits. It for me, mm. it fits the feeling of the song. You know that whole sort of. It's a bit throwaway. It's it's a bit of this, a bit of that. It's it's classic crap. Swan I want, what, does, what else did he say? He says he um, wants to lean on you, get Jan, get and, Dean Jan on and Dean on you, which I also like. Well, I've got some. Notes I've about, got no problem with, I've got it, some with notes any about of these Jan and Dean here. Yeah. An American rock duo, William Jan Berry and Dean Ormsby Torrance. Yeah. So actually... I'm not finished yet. No. Early 1960s, they pioneered the Californian surf sound, popularised by the Beach Boys, and they're from LA. And it rhymes with lean on you. Well, or lean on you rhymes with Jan and Dean on you. Lean on you, Jan and Dean on you. Yeah. It all rhymes. Hmm. And I like it. You just say anything. I don't know. We've discussed this before. I like 
Well, no, because you say that, and yeah, you you say, oh yeah, he's just saying anything because it rhymes. But actually, it's obviously got a cultural meaning to him. He's from California. They're from California. He loves Jan and Dean on you. He loves leaning on people. Criticism (laughs) retracted. Yeah. No, you've made a, a great point there. Very well argued. Yeah. And a lovely outro. The outro takes a song to a new place. Because you get the introduction of new elements. Yes. Um, You get some South American, kind of South American, African, whatever. Yeah. Sound. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not be... Actually, saying good day wasn't as racist as that. Let's not quibble over, you know, a couple of thousand Um, miles. And Ice Leland, it reminds me of like the kind of Paul Simon sounding guitar lines off Graceland. Yeah. Uh, very nice that comes in then you get some extra percussion with the drums yeah there's some lovely that comes in then a yeah. bit of extra trumpet from Mike Bulger Bulger yeah and uh, then an extra lead line which is emphasised because it switches ears oh really yes it does it does and then the swan at the end goes ooh ooh he does yeah right at the end funny funny thing to do at the end of a song uh, I think we've all done it haven't we I think so okay so thoughts let's wrap this one up yeah, we've spent did quite a long time talking. I about. let you know. You did. I'll see you around. I'll see you around. Great song. I, I think it is a fantastic song. Mm. I really like it. So many elements to it. Yeah, there's so many elements to it. And yet, on the, uh, on the face of it, it just starts, hits you like a train. And ton finishes. of bricks. <laughs> ton, ton of bricks, if you will. And finishes. But actually, there's a lot more going on. A lot going on. Um, did you hear that after 12 seconds, the swan quality goes... Yeah, he does that a lot. <laughs> and he goes whoop whoop as well. Yeah, he does. Yeah, definitely. That's goes the whoop. sound of the police, as we know. Yeah, indeed. The sound of the beast. Um, huge Josh sound. Josh has is turned his fucking marshal up. Yeah, he's found the, the uh, volume knob. He's found the volume knob. He's turned it up and he is going haywire. Yeah. Sounds great as well. There's loads going on in the left ear. It's really busy. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it starts strong... I love, and like we said before, uh, in in the first in the episode uh, previously, oh, these songs are so well crafted. It is just it it's, it smacks you in the face, but yet then it breaks into that beautiful bit of uh, bass solo by I, by Flea. I call it the one hot minute section. <laughs> I call it the bass solo, which I think <laughs> is a more traditional name for it. Well, I'll, I'll I'll explain why I call it the one hot minute section in a minute. Uh, do it well in one hot minute. <laughs> um, no, it's very stabby. Yeah, that goes. That's reminiscent of "Suck My Kiss." You know, "Suck My Kiss" and each chorus has a different off time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The three, the two, and then the one off time stabs. Yeah, you got that going on. What are you, what are you doing there? <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> Carry on. You're opening a, a box of 
Uh, little box of beer I've just opened. Right. They're not the official sponsor, though. So no, no, so imagine. you can't mention them. No. Okay. Yeah, very, very stabby. Yes. And there's a great, cor- um, a great solo from Josh after that kind of first chorus. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And then he's playing lead guitar after that. He's playing lead guitar pretty much all the way through the song. Um, why do I call it the one hot minute section? Because it goes into a bass sound. Flea's bass solo is a sound that's almost exactly the same as the bass sound on Shallow Be Thy Game. Mm. Kind of flanged and slightly distorted bass sound. It's flanged, sound. All right. It's flanged up the wazoo. No, but it is. But, but it's, a, it's a brilliant bit of bass work. That's yeah, great, yeah. And crucially, it, it really acts as a, as a vital sort of buffer between the other two ends of the song, which are absolutely helpful ever, and leads into that beautiful... Uh, once again, we use the word ethereal. Um, vocal and, and that section from, from Josh. Well, that's why I call it the one hot minute section. Cause it's, a, it's a portion of the song which is completely different to any other part of the song. Yeah, but... but Unlike One Hot Minute, I feel like it fits perfectly. I, I laid in bed last night and listened to this song. That's what you did last time. Yeah. Were you, were you... No, no, totally sober last night. Stone cold. Yeah. Um, and it flows wonderfully, but you're right to say it is, com- you know, it's a, it's a complete sea change from the first section. No. Nice. But it's wonderful. It fits perfectly, and, it, and the, the bass solo leading into that that really sort of totally different bit from Josh, the man with the angel in his voice. Oh, and what a voice. Yeah. The girl with... With the dragon tattoo. No, the girl with something in her eyes. What am I thinking of her? Dust. No. <laughs> the girl, it's, it's bloody... Uh, it's Alan Partridge again. Anyway. <laughs> we, we, I'm trying to make a serious point here, buddy. Right, sorry. <laughs> Anyway, so the, the the bass solo into that into that vocal breakdown is just beautiful, and it go, then it le- obviously leads back into the song as as it has been previously. It's wonderful. The whole ride is fantastic, and at the end, I mean, Chad's going mental. The girl with the child in her eyes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Super and Flea also builds and builds and builds. Yeah, each chorus gets a bit more busy. You mm. listen to just kind of sit back, isolate your ears if you can do that and just listen to elements of these songs and on the choruses the bass gets busier and busier it's fantastic bass guitar playing until at the end when they, they have that kind of repeat chorus mm. he locks down from being really high lead bass into mm-hmm. a really low yeah. kind of register yeah it's, it's phenomenal and it's song those writing. subtle changes and subtle sort of building blocks hmm. that allow these songs to flow in, in a manner which until you until you break them down if you let them wash over you they wash over you beautifully but when you break them down you see that the you know these guys are highly skilled craftsmen these guys know what they're doing they do they've been doing it for a long time what do you think the song is about i've got a theory i'm not even going to venture my uh, my theory do you have a theory no <laughs> <laughs> i think and the obvious uh, thing to go to is it's about Drugs and saying goodbye to drugs, right? Or unless he's just saying goodbye to a chap called Hooray. Goodbye, Hooray, Horatio. Yeah, um, it's a simple theory, but it's simple but effective. Possible. I think it might be about a lady of the night. A, oh God, a you're, you're obsessed with hookers. <laughs> What's wrong with you? When was the last time I spoke about a hooker? Last time you came up with a theory, it was about <laughs> ladies of the night. When? I can't remember. <laughs> 
No, I think that this is a lady of the night yeah. who is escaping her pimp. Well, because he says pimp in the first line. Does he? Yeah. Well, possibly. Yeah. Like, sure, that builds into it. Yeah. Supports um, it. <laughs> strongly. Yeah. Um, and is breaking free of that life and waving goodbye to the pimp. And being very pleased. And being very pleased. So saying <laughs> hooray. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a... It's, it's a theory. It's, it's the only theory we've got. So at the moment, we're but you refuse to, to you refuse to give you a non-theory. Yeah. And then at the end, Josh goes shredding crazy. Yes, he does. And uh, yeah, what an outro! Yeah, what an outro! And we should we should sort of re-emphasize at this stage. This is Josh Klinghoffer, his first album, mm. s- supposedly finding his feet. Mm. That but was actually, in uh, air quotes. That was in air quotes. Actually, he is producing a. An exemplary album, I, I feel, at this stage. And, side note, he's actually got really big feet. Has he? Hmm. I believe so. Yeah, that is interesting. I know, maybe he's got big hands. Hang on. Well, they usually come... Well, they say if you've got the other. big feet, you've probably got a... Got big hands. Big, big, well, big shoes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shall we? What's next? Oh, now that's a very good question. What we refuse to do this time is talk about the songs out of order. It's happy, Happiness Loves Company. Okay, well, at this juncture, can we just go back and let's just have a, a brief refresher, if, uh, if we may. Okay, go on then. Let's well, bring, can up, you bring up that, bring up that list again. Okay. So, this is an album which everybody had, was nervous about. Yes. John's gone. Josh is coming in. Yes. Is it going to be any good? So far, we've had Monarchy of Roses. Great song. Fantastic. I can't read that from here. But I know it's Factory of Faith. (laughs) Factory Factory of Faith. Even better. Yeah. Brendan's Death Song. Wonderful. Absolute belter. A a beautiful and touching tribute. I couldn't have said it better myself. Ethiopia. Brilliant. What a a great tune. Yeah. Annie Wants a Baby. Wonderful. Do you mean that? Yeah, I do. I really like it. Okay. I'll downgrade it from wonderful to really good. I thought you would. Do you want to downgrade it from really no, good to I'm good? No, I'm not downgrading it any further. Okay. And look around. Decent. Okay. Yeah. Fine. And then The Adventures of Rain Dance Maggie. Bollocks. Shit. Right, it's just... We've just gone on a bell curve. Yes. I believe. I, haven't, I don't really know what a bell we curve is. We don't know whether that's scientifically accurate. No, but I heard someone say bell curve. And uh, you, want to, of, you wanted to I wanted to shoehorn it into the podcast. Right, well done. You've done that. Um, right, so second so I'll let you know. Yeah, like it. Very good. And goodbye, hooray. Very good. Really enjoyed it. So uh, really, there's only two songs that we're not saying are very good here so far. Uh, Annie wants a baby and the Adventures of Rain Dance Maggie. Okay, I'm happy to accept that. You just said the Annie wants a baby. Well, I don't believe very that good. to be true. No, the other one is uh, look around. Okay. Uh, well, we're meandering. Let's move on. Let's do the additional musicians chat. No, no, let's not. Right. I keep trying to shoehorn this additional musicians chat in. Gotta move on.
Talk to me, brother. That was great. That is a wonderful song. Happiness loves company. Uh, of course, uh, the opposite to the old saying, misery loves company. Mm, that is the opposite to that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why do you like it? For me, that is the feel-good song of the album. It certainly is. It's lovely to hear that piano, Flea on the... Well, Flea playing it live, I don't know if he played it on the album. Oh, yeah, I would like to think he did. Oh, I've got some information about additional musicians. Go on. Ah, OK. I'll just uh, go back through my pages. Yeah, sure. I mean... We'll find it in a I very natural worth, way. Yeah, it's worth, it's worth speaking about Flea's uh, piano ship, if that is indeed a word. Mellow ship. Slinky. Uh, he, as far as I know, learnt to play the piano between Stadium and this. Really? And uh, adopted... Doesn't he hammer away on that miniature piano in Mellow Ship? Yeah, well, is that playing the piano? I don't know. If the, I mean, this could be true. There's bound to be people out there who know the truth. Well, if that's what he did, then he picked it up pretty quick. Well, no, bearing in mind, they do leave like four years between well, albums. Well done, Flea. He's got nothing else to do. Uh, what I'm going to do here quickly is list the additional musicians. Go on. Josh Klinghoffer. He's not an additional musician. Keyboards, synth, and six-string bass on Happiness Loves Company. Yeah. Flea. Yeah, Flea. Yeah, <laughs> Happiness Loves Company. Oh, there you go. How big was it, is the question. Oh, yeah, do you think it was a, a little miniature piano? Yes. Like when he played oh, we know that he can play the miniature piano. Or is he just a really big flea? Well, on... Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Mike Bulger, or Bulger, yes. trumpet, did yeah. I let you know? No doubt about it. Right, that. here we go now. Greg Kirsten, or Kirsten... Yes. Or Kirstein. Or Grieg. Or Grieg. <laughs> so, oh, God, that's right. Greg Kirsten, Kirstein, or Kirstein, or Grieg, Kirstein, or Kirsten, or Kirstein. <laughs> yes. What did he play? Uh, Goodbye, Hooray. Ah, uh, the piano. <laughs> the piano? The what piano on Goodbye, Hooray, it says here. What was Flea doing? I suppose it was probably... Oh, that was Happiness Lost Company. And uh, p- uh, Police Station. Now, can you actually say... Po- can you say the name police? I can't say it. Can you say you police station? Say I refer to this song as police station. But I can't. Why? Because on uh, Live at Claim, this one says police station. Well, of course, that he calls it police station. But we're not Americans. <laughs> I'm an American. And we don't say police. Greg Kirsten. This is piano. A- Goodbye, Speed Hero. this up. <laughs> police You're station. As as me. And even you, Brutus. Now, here's a good one. Money Mark. Oh, that is good. Hammond B3 organ or B7 organ? B3 organ. <coughs> Sorry about this, everyone. <laughs> I, 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 right, okay. I pray we'll, to God we'll, it'll be over soon. We'll whisper it on Look Around. Money Mark, Hammond B3 organ, Look Around. Mario or Moro, Refosco or Refosco, percussion on everything but BDS, Goodbye Hooray and uh, Meet Me at the Corner, uh, Brazilian percussionist played with the Chilis and David Bine or Byrne from Talking Heads. Why does no one have a name I can pronounce? Uh, and then Lenny Castro uh, performed with Toto, uh, touring percussionist. He plays on All But, and he wants a baby, look around. RDM, presumably that meant. What's RDM? Rain Dance Maggie. Uh, did I let you know? Me. I, I did that. I let you know? Happiness loves company and police station. Okay, what so, a section! So yeah, thanks, that was man. the additional musician that was, section. That was one of them. No wonder you've been trying to do that all night. <laughs> um, that was riveting. No, it was 
well, that, and what that does prove is that they, they did bring in a plethora or plethora of additional musicians. Yes, that's definitely plethora. So, yeah. So, um, so yeah. Which not only it, it added, I suppose, and brought a new flavour to the album in some respects. Mm. I don't think we can deny that. Is that flavour spelt F-L-A-V-A? Because if it is, I'm not on board with it. Yeah, no, it's not. Then. Good. Do you deny that? No, I, I, no, absolutely can, not. Can anyone deny that? No, not after I read that massive list of additional no, musicians, so, including and, uh, we, Josh Trinkoffer, Flea. Acknowledging the fact that, you know, traditionally a four-piece or plus one or two, on this occasion they were plus four, five or six. Well, do you want me to run through the list again? No. Um, a cheeky little drugs reference slips in there, did you notice? No. A reference to Mary Jane. Oh, yes, I did, yeah. Yeah. I said no. But, yeah, but you did. Yeah. Uh, Tom Petty, Mary Jane's Last Dance, great song. Yes, of course, they got into some bother with Tom. Well, that's a very good point. They then got into bother with Tom. Well, Although they it, then it, previously it, got into bother oh, with yeah. Tom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although it amounted to nothing in the end. No, but if you listen to it, it's very similar. Mary Jane's Last Dance and um, Danny yeah, California yeah. essentially have the same chords. Yes. Now, gr- brilliant Chad stuff on this. On that section, if you listen from 116, um, the Tell Me Now section... Josh comes in with some lovely ethereal backing singing. Yes. As, <laughs> voice of an angel. Yes. Chap. Voice of an angel. And uh, there's some, then some awesome Chad rolls. Yeah. I mean, the guy eats drums for breakfast. Yeah, he, he does. He does. He's on fire. He's on fire throughout this album and throughout every album he's ever recorded. I love the line, make time, you know, make time for love and your happiness. Yeah, I, I think it's actually the swan... We, we, we criticise him sometimes for being throwaway lyric-wise. Cliché. Gibberish, yeah, that kind of thing. But here, I think you know, I think he's he's providing a valuable message for everyone. It's super stuff. Pay attention to your mental health. Is that what it's about? I think so. Okay, I thought it was about a lady tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, it may well be, but that even ladies of the night can suffer from mental health issues. Now, what I'm going to talk about here is the lyrics to the last verse. I'm going to give you a theory. Right, another theory. Oh, hang on. Is it going to be a better theory than your last one? Yes. Oh, I don't know. Let's find out. I saw you searching this while we were... Yeah, I've written down last verse, go through lyrics. Yeah, I don't write down anything. Why do you write down everything? Uh, someone's got to keep this podcast on track. Well, I don't know whether that's you. Look, if you're not careful, I'll go through the list of additional musicians again. <laughs> yeah, okay, sorry. Half blinded, I'm, re- I'm reminded how to find the stairs. Yes. Ignore that bit. Yeah. Nickel and diamond... Presumably that's going to rhyme with something later. Uh, doesn't need to, because uh, chairs comes in. Uh, Think yeah. it's time yeah. to play some musical chairs. Yeah. That's point number one. Okay. Dirty laundry, what a quandary. Qua- yeah, but if you... Quandary. Quandary, yeah. yeah. Uh, ask her if she cares. Yes. I'll be yours and more, better than ever like never before. Yeah. Now, discounting the fact that he says her, is this about John leaving and Josh coming in? And I'll, I'll take you through this. Okay, please do. Uh, I'm You're going to read it again. I'm reminded. <laughs> <laughs> okay, think it's time to play some musical chairs. That feels oh, like okay, yeah. changing. So, someone going, yeah. someone coming. M- music. It's a, yeah. Chairs. Well, no, I mean, musical chairs is a, a well-known we know what, We all know what musical chairs is. We all know what it means. Yeah. Yes, but musical chairs coming and going. Yes, of course. Okay. Dirty laundry. Was a quandary. Yes. So it was there a bit of dirty laundry? Possibly, causing possibly a not. Causing a quandary. Well, it was a quandary. Well, it was, initially. Yes, until John said, put Josh in the band. 
and Josh he'll be agreed. great for a decade then I'll replace him again yeah no I don't I think I think this is nonsense no <laughs> ask her if she cares listen to this then I'll be yours and more better than ever like never before so mm. is this one there saying that this version of the band will be better than ever like never before how many beers have you had uh, six yeah this is no I think no when I wrote this though I was, I was completely sober <laughs> no I, I possibly okay Possibly, but probably not. But I don't think so. Fair enough. Good theory, though. Yeah. Another good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what a great. Um, so we got the descending line on that on the um, on the piano here, um, very much like Mellowship. Now we said that they both play piano, but there's a descending line in uh, Mellowship on the guitar style. I think it is. There's mm. a descending piano line on this, and they both lead into um, the next bit of the song. Which that's obvious. <laughs> yeah. But there's also on, on Police Station, there's a descending guitar line as yes, well. Yes, there is. Yeah. Which is lovely. Leading into the, yeah, um, yeah. at the break. So they love descending lines. Well, I think it's a natural, it's a, a natural way to move from one portion of a song to another. Yeah. In certain situations. Hmm. As a, you know me, I love writing songs. <laughs> you do. You love it. You never bloody stop I it, do you? And I'm constantly using descending lines. You are. You're saying, I've just written a song. You phoned me up. When was it? A couple of days ago. Yeah. I've written another song with a descending <laughs> line. I did. It. I did. I just can't help myself. I saw you in the church out there was no time to exchange. You were getting married and it felt so very strange I guess I didn't see you coming And now I guess it's me who's bumming Dreaming of the golden years You and I were mixing tears Not today Not for me but someone I never could get used to So now I I'm going on record right now as saying that that is one of the biggest, most powerful and passionate choruses that the Red Hot Chili Peppers have ever recorded. Sam, Police Station. <laughs> Police Station, what a track. What I mean, a tune. What a tune. Yeah, it's an unbelievable song. I mean, when you, when you pair this with Happiness Love Company yep. and then even New Brutus afterwards, mm. that is the power trio, surely. It's certainly a well. It, then meet me at the corner. It's a power mm. quadrilogy or a tetralogy is actually the correct word. No, mm, yeah, well, I was going to pick you up on that, but you picked yourself up. <laughs> I did. That's the alien film's fault for calling it a quadrilogy. Yes, yeah, it's for promoting the incorrect term. That's why you know you could get a four-sided milk in a in a plastic cart in a, a cardboard carton. Mm. It's a tetra pack because it's got four sides. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are on the film tonight, brother. <laughs> mm. But back to the song, I mean... Can't we go I, back I, to packaging? I, <laughs> milk packaging. <laughs> well, hello and welcome to Milk Packaging Monthly. Are you only going to do that one monthly? Yeah, well, I think so. I think you can only cover so much in terms of packaging, can't you? That's true, we'll run out every quickly. four weeks, isn't it? But there's pro probably more different types of packages than there are Chili's albums. Yeah, you might be right. Anyway. Maybe we've discovered a 
this what we'll do next. Yeah. We'll run out of chili stuff. Come with us. Come with us, people. We're going into packaging, <laughs> specifically for milk. The packaging podcast. Yeah. Um, but seriously, we are going to need to find something else to do after we run out of chili's material. So. Well, you know, we'll Let's see. Let us know right in. If we'll cross that bridge when we come If you're to interested it. in a packaging podcast. Anything. We'll do anything. <laughs> we'll talk about You've any. got used to this life. I'll we'll talk my about any old shit. <laughs> okay. The intro. The guitars are panned hard, kind of hard left, hard right playing similar but slightly different stuff and an acoustic guitar electric guitar it's it's lovely guitar work from josh yeah. all through this um, yeah. all through this song it's it's premium josh well it's premium anyone that that's the thing that i think we have to address here this is as these good. songs are as good as any you know you're right this is as good as the chilies have ever been i think yeah, I, I, I agree with that a, a phenomenal song um, and I th- and I actually think that with the passing of Josh, it's not in, terms of, <laughs> in terms of his life with the band, yes, you know we will come to in the months and years to, that, that follow to appreciate his work more and more. I've because, seen quite a few people talking about this. Yeah. Oh, of course. I, I, I'm not surprised because they're going back, listen to it, and realizing this was a great album. This album is shit up. Yeah. It's as simple as that. It is. No, there is no other way to describe it. Well, shit hot. No, shit up. Oh, shit up. Yeah. yeah. It's a great album. Um, when the drums come in for that first roll, yeah. I feel like it's kind of a hard cut in uh, where they've edited it to the oh, point where okay. they're coming because there's quite, because it kind of, you pick up the slight, um, the mics just before they come in. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they've let it off, 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 switch it on and then the roll comes in. Yeah. It's like Bittersweet Me by R.E.M. Don't bring R.E.M. into this again. Right, Okay. Hang on, I'll just cross that note off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but having said that, to, you know, again, this is another song on this album and another example of Chad, Chad's skill. You know, he builds this song to a, an absolute crescendo. He does. And it's, you know, he, the guy is a genius. Well, he eats drums for breakfast. He does, and it's, so therefore it's no, no real support. Well... In in some ways, it is a surprise that he can actually play them if he if you know if he's obsessed with eating. Them. Well, we've discussed this before. What does he have for lunch? Yeah, exactly. who knows? Those guitar, those guitar, that guitar, like bear down, bear down. Oh, uh, yeah, that's lovely. Is, just those 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 details. Sounds like a clean telly to me. I, I think you're right. Yeah, that's great. I mean, you would know. It might not be, but that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Verse two. Josh in with some subtle backing. What happens here is what happens quite a lot in this song, and quite a lot with Josh's approach to backing singing across his... Well, certainly across this album. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can't vouch for the getaway. No, no. Um, he kind of goes... I'm going to use counterpoint in the loosest possible sense here. Okay. But quite often he sings counterpoint. He sings against what the swan is singing. Yeah. He kind of sticks with... He's harmonically similar, mm. but rhythmically he's, he's, he's doing something different. Mm. He does that a lot. Especially he does. does it in, in verse. He does it in verse two. He does it in um, later on. Yeah, <laughs> but what? But you're but right. He, he does that a lot, and it's you're, great. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely. And and what I love about the fact that he's come in and he's doing this is the Swan is obviously fairly versatile. He's worked with new like loads of different musicians and several different guitarists in the history of the band. And for all those people who say, you know, he's a knucklehead. Oh, not the knucklehead chat again. Yeah. But 
seriously though, there are a lot of people out there who who just say the Swan is a is lucky to be in the band. This well, is a knucklehead. I disagree. He's he formed he, the there's, there's, yeah, but there's no way he, he got kicked out briefly. He could have helped. Days. He did, but that wasn't to do with the fact that he's a knucklehead. A knucklehead. But he he's obviously very good at his job. Otherwise, there's no way they could have attracted the calibre of guitarist and calibre of musicians to work with the band that they have done throughout the history of the band. No, I think you're absolutely right. So, and Josh just comes in, slides in nicely, he's doing all this wonderful work. What, what's nice about what Josh does and his style of backing singing is because he's singing slightly different stuff to this one, sometimes there's a dissonance. And it's a nice dissonance. It's yeah. it, it just it's just slightly off, maybe. Mm. But it still it sounds yeah, really it's good. lovely. I mean, it, it's completely different. And although we touched on it last episode, we said that Josh was just similar en- enough to John to, you know, maintain yeah to maintain and carry on. Actually, it wasn't a massive change, like when you have Dave come in. No, no. But the more I listen to to this album in particular the more I appreciate that Josh actually this was a this was a big change and subtle yes but significant also subtle yes significant yes yes (laughs) yes and the key yes Clem Fandango well that's just how I talk (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah Subtle, yes. Significant, yes. Yeah, I think so. Josh came in, did a great job um, on this album. Yeah, oh, for, for sure. But, but specifically on this song. Lovely feedback on the outro. Really well-controlled feedback. Yeah, and also, well, the outro as well. Nice piano. Tw- twinkly little piano line. Well, I, I, what struck me when I was listening to it last night is, you know, do they just stick that outro in? Because it's quite long. Hmm. No, they don't, I don't think. Because the, the the crescendo of that song is is quite emotionally involved, mm. and then you need that that time to then go to Anno- come down. Another example of really good songwriting and song structure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so do I. And um, I love that feedback. I love the feedback. Right, I think we both agree that's a fantastic song. To bring the pain Like I told you I'd do it All again This is brutal I got a mess Of a better head Oh I said This is the juice Even you never had my We've just talked about how great the chorus is in uh, Police Station. That is a huge, huge chorus in Even You Brutus. The Swan sounds phenomenal again on this album. He is brilliant on this album. He's a phenomenal swan. Uh, He certainly is, or a swanny phenomenon. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, he sounds good. Now, the thing I like about this song is it's the only song, to my knowledge, where he does a big cat impression. (laughs) Yes. Well, I think think you're right. But uh, he is a cat lover. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Can I hear your take on that? (laughs) Wow. Okay, perfect. Hands together. (laughs) Wow. 
Okay, no, so I mean, sorry about that. That is great. <laughs> that was disgusting. I hope that never happens again. <laughs> what, do you want to do it again now? No. Okay. Um, brought in late on, Flea brings in that piano line while I've stopped writing. Yeah, good to hear. Yeah. And they've started recording and they yeah. just think this is absolutely epic. This is shit up. Yeah, shit up. Um, that wah-wah guitar from Josh is yeah, fantastic wonderful. all the way through, especially on the pre-chorus. Yeah, and I think uh, uh, it, it, the, the structure of this song is crucial. Oh, song structure. The, the verses, mm-hmm. the pre-chorus and the chorus. That's, right. that's what we're dealing with. Yes, we are, so absolutely. And how are you going to make a wonderful, wonderful song out of that? Uh, string it all together. All you've got to do is add in one breakdown, yeah. which is lovely. Yeah. But the key, Talk and, to me. as I was listening to this last night, the key is that when they come in off the breakdown, they come in. Sorry, I wasn't. I wasn't holding my finger up to say stop talking. I was uh, holding my finger up because the point you're about to make is a wonderful point. Yeah, they come in on on the pre-chorus. They do. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And it and then they go straight into to the uh, to the to the, the, cor- the climax, the chorus, yeah. so to speak. I do like the fact though that I've, I have the power of you, where if I just hold my finger up, you stop talking. Well, I thought you were going to say something. No, that was it's it's a great thing, a great point you make. So I don't go back into verse; I go into the pre-chorus. Too. Yeah, and that that's great. It's great songwriting. Yeah, and and you know we wouldn't be here if we didn't appreciate the the quality of the Chile songwriting. But to break it down and to see what we're dealing with here, we're dealing with a great song structured in the perfect way. You're quite right, and I think it's a great song because it's structured in the perfect way. True, but yes. Now. True, not, but yes. True, but yes. Not played live at Clone. Why do you think that is? I have a theory about this. I, I do have a theory. <laughs> Can I, through, let me talk to you. Talk me through I, yours. Well, my, my theory is slightly off the wall. But I have a feeling that there was a lady of the night. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my theory. <laughs> Who Escaped her pimp. Yes. Uh, no, I think basically it's just a, a, a challenging song vocally for this one. I think you're Particularly, right. Particularly, but there's only one challenging part, and that's the more rappy part. Yeah, because it's very high. Yeah. But it, there's a lot of switching as well. There's switching from the really it's, high register of the verses to the lower register of the pre-choruses. Yeah. And then the big, big choruses. It's a shame, because this song, for, in terms of the swan, really sh- showcases everything he's got. It does. His rapping ability is superb. And then everything else that he does after that. Very is, M- it's that, Eminem, it always reminds me of a bit, those No, verses. I don't... This isn't Eminem. There is a song where he's a bit Eminem-y, but I will talk about that. At a later date. Will you? I'm interested. Presumably. What, what song? Well, I'll talk about it at a later date. A later date. Okay. Stevie Say, All Is Fair. Yeah. That is a song, All In Love Is Fair, Stevie Wonder, 1973. Mm, I thought it was Stevie Wonder. Got it in there. Listen to the bass again. We talked about lead bass lines on a chorus before with Flea. He is... I mean, we're talking about Flea. He's decent, like, we're surprised he he's a decent. good bassist. But he is... The bass lines during these choruses are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Again, isolate your mind. Isolate your ears. Well, I, b- because line. of what we've been doing, I've just purchased a new set of headphones and they're in the post. Really? Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to receiving those and uh, being able... I won't... I'm not... You know, it's not an advert. I've just said I've bought, treated myself to a new set. Well, it's not an advert. You haven't said what, what brand they are. And I will not. Can I have your old headphones? No. I'll be keeping those. Fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> get, get your own. Now, the other bit that's tricky to do live, I would imagine, is... 
the line where he says, Stevie says all is fair. Yeah. And then it goes, that Straight overlaps out. into, um, yeah. like I told you. But I still think they could have done it live. Yeah, they could have. Whether they would have been able to do it just, I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it had something to do with the piano part. Okay, so. Because it's a really, it, it's a super really song. good song. Yeah. And it, it benefits from volume. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. As does everything. And cat noises. Oh, I love those cat noises. Yeah, I do. I, I think uh, it just, you know, brings a, a, a certain feline feeling to it. A the... certain feline je ne sais quoi. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's leave it at that, shall we? Another wonderful song. Mm. Now, yeah. I feel you might need to speak a bit louder than that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, I feel it's the kind of most John Frusciante-ish style song, out, uh, guitar playing on the album. There's a lot. It's right. Well, it's, it's Hendrixy, which is then led on to Frusciante E. Mm. There's a lot of those kind of flicks and uh, tricks. Flicks and tricks, yeah, yeah. Flicks and tricks on the guitar from Josh there, and it's a, it's just a lovely kind of strat sound. It is, yeah. I mean, it's clean, which is nice. Mm, super clean. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> yeah. Um, it, you know, it was listening to this song, I just last night. To, no, no, just then. I just thought to myself, I as a, a Chili's fan, stru- you know, when I listened to this album, struggled to just fully accept the fact. That the, 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 these songs are good. Do you? Not now. But ah. at, the, at the first time I listened to them, you know, for poor old Josh, for anyone to for anyone to say that is a great song. Right, it is a great song. It, it had to be doubly good because we were all we were all comparing it to. You're right. What had you, gone before? That's an that's an interesting point. When you are stepping into shoes of those size, yeah. Is anyone going to? Is anyone just going to go out and go? Yeah, that's that's fucking brilliant. Hmm. No, they're not. Are they? Well, we've already actually we earlier discussed that he has got big feet. He has big shoes. Maybe that's why he could step into them so well. But because uh, I can remember when when people asked me about this album when it first came out, and I I just went into default mode and went, yeah, it's good, but it's not as good as when Fashante was in the band. It's interesting, isn't it? Because and I, actually, I don't think that's true. Ah, uh, it's not because I think if you said to me, John, listen to this all the way through. Or Stadium Arcade him all the way through. I think I'd, I'd think I'd listen to this. Well, personally, I'd, I, I would say both. But you can't. No, right. That was the question. Do you yeah. want to listen to this all the way through, or Stadium Arcade him all the way through? Well, based on the fact that I'm on a on a, a time schedule, I'd, I'd go for this. Oh, are you? You push for time. Well, you know me. I'm a or very busy man. Or condense it down into condense Stadium into one disc. But the point is that would be interesting. Yeah, that, that would be very interesting. The point is this. There are so many exceptional songs on this album that I think initially would probably not... By Frusciante, I mean, I know there's going to be some Chili's fans who go, I've always loved this. 
but I didn't. I didn't always love it. No, it's grown on me. Yeah, since yeah. Josh left. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's a shame it's taken Josh leaving for, for you know for for some of it's, us. That's not quite true, but um. Oh no, I mean I listened as I said before. I listened to it extensively when he was in the band. Extensively. Yes, yes, as well as did I. Um, what's one up from extensively? Really lots. I listen to it really lots. <laughs> uh, um, Josh Bridge, that middle yeah, part, that middle part with, with Josh singing. Yeah. I feel so bad. Oh, A yeah. wonderful change of change of pace, change of yeah. style. Yeah, and at the, it, again, I, you know, we we I keep going back to in the moment, 2011. It was difficult. It was a difficult time for everyone. You sound like you're going into maudlin mode, the melancholy mode. No, I'm not, but. I just know how I felt when I first heard this album and all of these quality moments from Josh. You know, that... That, that one stood out particularly. Particular moment that you reference now. At the time, I just wasn't able to appreciate them. All I could think of was, what would John have done at that time? Mm, yeah. Okay, I've got and it cl- clouded my vision. But now I feel my vision is... Unclouded. It, it, well, I have a question I for you. I have clarity. I have a question for you. You sound like having a religious experience. I'm not. I'm not as you know, I'm not a religious. You're person. agnostic or atheist. Well, I'm certainly not going to go into my my belief system <laughs> here on air. I will. He's I don't saying, have he, one. he's agnostic. I feel so Uh, now, that part, that middle bit, that kind of, that bridge, that breakdown, is the favourite part of the album for one of the members of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'll list them, and then you tell me whose favourite part it is. Right. Is it A, Anthony the Swan, Tony Flo, Kiedis? Yeah. Is it B, additional musician Flea? Or yeah. C, Chad... I eat drums for breakfast, Smith. I'm going to say Chad. That's not his full name. Can you please say his full name? Chad, I eat drums for breakfast, Smith. Absolutely right. Have you seen the same video as me? No. Ah, yeah. He loves that bit. Yes. Yeah, well done. What, the bit where Josh does the... Yeah, I feel so bad. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's lovely. It's great. Yeah, super. The voice of an angel. I think you'll agree. I agree. Now, what do you think that song's about? (laughs) (laughs) Well... I mean, as far as I can tell, it's another song about prostitutes. <laughs> it might this be. whole album. Well, this, the swan could not get those Lady of the Night off his brain. Um, is it about meeting someone on the corner to score drugs? <laughs> I know that's a cliche. <laughs> I know it's a cliche. But that then like, at the end of the song, when I mean, it kicks I, up... I think you've got to move on. Yes, the swan was a drug addict. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't mean that every single... I, I guess he's just... Maybe meeting someone on the corner? Yeah, no, I take it back. Have you ever met someone on the corner? No. I have. (laughs) Yeah, she was a lady of the night. And you scored scored drugs drugs off her. (laughs) That's a coincidence. Actually, I did meet someone on the corner once. Um, Better Than Ever. What have I written that for? Better Than Ever. Better Than Ever. Oh, I think it's the second... On the outro, the Swan says that. It's the second time on this album he said that. Mm. 
Personal reference or a reference to his... Uh, <laughs> reference to the trucks. <laughs> a reference to the quality of the, uh, the hookers. The, yeah, or the band. Yeah. Who knows? Very but, good, very good. Great song. Well, no, we haven't really given full justice to the change. Oh, I mean, ooh. that change is, is... Are you talking about the change at the middle... The, the... At the end. Well, towards the end. Ah, right. So it goes into essentially a different song. Yeah, it sounds like Dolly's going to start singing. And then who's Dolly? Dolly Parton. Okay. Does it? Does it? I don't know. No. Um, I think so. A little bit of country and west. Okay. That's a, that's a stretch. Yeah. But then it goes into that section, and then it also then has that kind of little bit of jammy sounding outro. Yeah. I, do you know, honestly, I could... If it didn't have that bit, I think the song would be more cohesive as a whole, actually. What, without that extra bit of Dolly? Yeah, I, uh, yeah the Dolly section. I don't you think I don't think works particularly. I used to think that, but, but now now that I, you've got clarity, now with with the clarity that I've achieved over the last couple of nights, I'm clouded. Yeah, I mean you were obviously clouded. You were. I'm still clouded. Yeah. Well, no, I, I just think, and I, this is why we disagree on stadium as well because you you talk about this break stadium down and you wish it was a single album, and obviously now there's a new light on that because John is back, but. Previously, is he? Yeah, he is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on! Yeah, Hang on. Right. John Frushante! John Anthony motherfucking Frushante! I'm going to have to teach you how to say Anthony. No, you don't say Anthony on uh, John Frushante. Oh, true. Did you just say Anthony? Oh, Christ. Yeah. Anyway, what were right. we talking about? Um, yeah, the, cl- the clarity. Because... You always used to say to me, yeah, I want to break it down. I want to break Stadium down into one album. I still say that now. Uh, yeah, you do. But m- my point was always, I just, I'm happy to take whatever they give us and I'll absorb what I want to absorb and discard anything that I don't like. <laughs> I've never heard you say you <laughs> absorb songs before. <laughs> I, you know me, I'm constantly absorbing music. Well, don't you use the, the method of... Absorption, absorption, and discard. Rejection. <laughs> no, yeah. you absorb what you discard. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're absolutely right. No, that's true. You did tell me that. Yeah, I've seen you absorbing um, a song. Obviously, before. now John's back. It's a bit different because we didn't. I, I mean, we we didn't think we were ever going to get any more John, did we? No. And now we live in a different world. Thank God. Ah, I wrote a song called "Different Worlds." Yeah, was it uh, about that? Go to the website uh, ben, www.bentownsendmusic.net. Mm. Click on original songs. You can find the song Different Worlds on my SoundCloud page. Also available on soundtownsandmusic.fj. That's Fiji. Yeah, I mean, it's there. It's all there. It's not. Go to bentownsandmusic.net. But my, I mean, my point's been lost, and I'm not sure what it was, but one day maybe I'll make it. Well, you said something. Mm, I said a lot <laughs> of things. Okay. Well, we went to the breakdown. Yeah. Then we went to the end. Uh, what's the song? Yeah, okay. Shall we now go to dance, dance, dance quickly? Oh, do we have to? We have to, but we can... Uh... Skim over it somewhat. Yeah. We'll have a beer in between, shall we? Seas 
Okay, well, this, this is going to be brief, I think. Dance, dance, dance. That's... I've got almost nothing to say about dance, dance, dance. It's, I find it very throwaway. <laughs> it doesn't go anywhere for me. There's no build. There's no, there's no crescendo. There's no high points. I think, I think what it does, you know, sort of play to is, is how the band were feeling, maybe. It, it, in, for me, it's similar in terms of style to... Uh, would I let you know? Did I let Did you I know? Let you know? <laughs> would I? Would I? You know, it's that kind of sort of carnival atmosphere. Okay. Um, South America. Yeah. Africa. Africa whatever. whatever. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. I think is it indicative of just you know an attitude of let's go and have fun. No, I, I think know. it is. No, I honestly don't know. To me, it is. I'd find it completely uninspiring. Yeah. Almost a complete waste of space. Uh, by far the weakest song on the album. Oh, by far. Hey, what, even weaker than, than uh, and RDM? And Baby. Who? RDM? Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather listen to Rain Dance Maggie than that. I mean, that is a damning indictment. I know. I know. No one wants to listen to Rain Dance Maggie. I know. But I know whereof I speak. Yes, of course. And I speak of that. Yeah, it's just nothing. No, it is poor. And not only that, I mean, to put it as a closing song. I know. When you think of summer, mind you, throwaway songs like they're red hot is a yeah. throwaway song. Is that better or worse than Dance Dance better. Dance? Yeah, it was definitely better. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely better. Yeah. But it's a throwaway song, essentially. Uh, yes, it is. But it's but uh, that to me, See, you know, that's close. a nod that's a nod to musical heritage. It's you know, it's noteworthy. Well I would put um so, but, but, yeah, Dance, Dance, Dance is, is toss. I would have ended Blood Sugar with the fade-out on Sir Psycho Well, yeah, we, I think we all would. And I would have ended that on um, Meet Me at the Corner. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, there, there is no real and explanation for why they, they put that song on the album. Yeah. Apart from the fact that they probably had a good time with it. And I can understand that, because you listen to it, yeah, it's, you can hear them having a good time, but... It's well, bonkers. if I'm not having a good time, I don't care if they're, they're having a good time. Well, I, you know, I'd like them to have a good time. I'd... Nope. Sorry, I've paid for this album. Yeah. Well, it, you know, you're a selfish listener. I am. I've yeah. always said that about well, you. Well, I'll tell you what I've done with this song. Yeah. I've discarded it. it. No, I've discarded it rather yeah. than absorbed it. <laughs> well, yeah. I absorbed it once. Hmm. Then discarded it? No, ever since then I've discarded it, yeah. It's the old A or D structure. That's the way we work. It certainly is. You know, absorb or discard. Here at University Speaking, we either absorb or discard, don't we? We do. Well, I think everyone does, don't we? I don't want to talk about this song anymore. Have you got D anything D else D. you want to say about it? No. Okay. Well, let's just quickly just say yeah. the album overall is fantastic. It is. Yeah, it really, I mean, it really is. And like you say, it's a shame it's taken Josh's, you know, exit to sort of for the to be the catalyst of us listening to it again but we have over the years listened to it a lot and and it is a great album but uh, and god bless him i saw a picture of him on on the hollywood hills so did I. yeah yeah nice looking man still got a little baby face isn't he he's 40 christ he's younger than me fuck that no he's younger than you he's younger than me older than me he was in the chilies for 10 years yeah he joined when he was 30 we should should say that no he's probably younger I, than 30 I I just did Wait, do you want either 29 or 30? He's 40 now, so... Okay, well, we, let's not get too buried into uh, how old Josh that was when he joined the Chili's. No, but he was a young man. 
Shall we go to the handles? Let's. Okay. I am bentownsendmusic.net on my website. I am stacktownsend.co.uk. I am. That's not not a website. Well, John, go again. Stacktowns at yahoo.co.uk if, if anyone does want okay, to. Okay, email the podcast at bentownsandmusic at hotmail.com. And thank you everyone who's taken the time to listen to us over the last six months. Yeah, and by six months you mean... Nine months. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well... It, it has been unbelievable, hasn't it? It's been great fun. It's been and, great and fun. And we continue to... I, I was, I've looked forward to doing this episode for the last week, you know, knowing that... To spend time with you and and to listen to the chilies. It's, yeah, it's good I, stuff. I, I genuinely look forward to doing it. So it's good stuff. We normally end on something of a high, but it sounds like today we're going to end up by crying, weeping into each other's shoulders. Yeah. Okay, do you want to have a big cuddle? Let's have a cuddle. Come on, and shall we on air? Shall we? It's over. It's over. He's he's motioned to me that we will not cuddle on air. <laughs> Okay then. Well, thank you for listening to University Speaking, the Radio Sheep Podcast. Me and my non-cuddling brother. Thank you. Can we have a cuddle off air? Yeah, we can cuddle off air. Right, Not okay. On air. No, we're going for a cuddle now. All right, see you next time. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. <laughs>